BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. Well, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Cantina uh, here on the, the uh, uh, LRM Online Podcast Network. I am Kyle, joined always, usually always, by Pam. Yay. It's us. We mean usually Cantina. always. What have I missed one of a Cantina? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think so. I think I I know I know know I've missed some, especially after uh, the, the car accident. Yeah, but we weren't we weren't as as often then. So since we started yeah. with Mando, we've been sort of consistent. Yeah, um, I've had I've had to miss a, a few, but you know, shit yeah. happens. But anyways, you do a lot more of these than I do. Uh, I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But but you do a uh, a uh, a uh, lot more writing, so um. But I I have to start today with a with a complaint. Complaint, okay? right? I, okay. I do. What are you going to complain? I, I don't I don't care where this comes from. Like in in uh. In medium, like mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a comic book, I don't care if it's a young adult novel, I don't care mm-hmm. if it's a children's novel. But two who things first off, Wookiees don't have last names, never have, never should, no, no. like ne- not in Rebels, not in Clone Wars, not in like ever, never ever. And and all of a sudden, 200 years ago, who. Apparently, there was at least one in the the High Republic. Uh, Are you sure it's not just like a double-barreled name he's got? I'm getting to how like, ridiculous the name like, is. Like I'm, I'm, Be- 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 uh, yeah, it's Buriaga Agaburi. And that is exactly how, how they uh Do you know, it kind of uh, sounds like a, say it. a name from Tolkien. Oh, you, you're not a reader, <laughs> but there was these um, yeah. Pukul men, they called them, and they were in the third book, Return of the King, and one of the, the king of them was called some like Uberagi Uberaga or something like that. It sounded quite yes. similar. But that was, yes. A, yes. I think, a, you know, that was a two names, I assume, you know what I mean, rather than a one name. No, this 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 legitimately, this legitimately looks like 
um that like i like i said may this 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 could be you know for younger audience cuz the the high republic covers the, yeah, the gamut like from, you, from comics care, but, uh, uh through uh gr- grown up novels and uh even like little golden book books for yeah. for uh, like toddlers if, if, but if uh regardless regardless like not, yeah but even if you you wanted to to play around around that is the re- most ridiculous <laughs> what is that is it uh anagram no. or no not a well, not that as an anagram. When um, you mix up the letters, what is it so, called you know, again? Like, um, because there's two different types, and it's also kind of like the, the difference between. No, um, but anyway, we're not in English class. Class, fuck, man! I just wanted oh, to b- bitch about the stupid Wookie shit. <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, there's, there's, uh, uh, been, you know, Star Star Wars today is got, got an, an issue, Cam. Um, I'm not going to say that issue's name, but I will say that, uh, there, there's, there's a source, source out there that has somehow managed to almost become worse than some of the okay. y- YouTubers that people complain about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, so you when it comes to like these r- rumors and things that are that are hitting the web from a yeah, certain person that used to be someone who used to be isn't now. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Any, anyways, what what, what, I'm, what I'm getting, getting at, the crazy at rumors, is just, the, just uh, got we've got a lot of rumors out there right now. Again, like crazy, crazy rumors. A global yeah. Um, it's starting again. Um, Supervillain who is building a cabal somewhere. You know those kind of things. Yeah. Um, the stuff that you you know that people people that dress up in masks see on YouTube and stuff like that. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> the, 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 things like that and and more. Yeah. 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 So so some 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 of the the crazy and not just that that but also the um just the kind of Star Wars version of of WandaVision right now where you know so and so's going to come back every every week we we hear hear something else my my local news ran um that Daisy Ridley uh interview with uh God, I can't even remember but they asked her about coming back and she said basically no in not so many words but like yeah if there was something for me he to do but i don't care care about it and Hmm. my local news ran it as star wars uh, episode 10 daisy ridley to return like and then they go into the interview where yeah yeah they clearly she says you know, local news, like, what the hell? tabloid papers, they're so the worst for that because they just don't care as long as you pick up and buy the paper or turn on the, the TV channel. If we did something like that, we would have no one reading our website within a week. You know what I mean? I wouldn't read it. <laughs> I wouldn't read it. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't let anybody post that kind of, you know, somebody asked me if they could post that headline. I'd be like, no. Oh, no. I, I would edit you know, that one and, myself. You know, it all seems we've been accused of clickbait before, but, you know, people don't really understand the definition of clickbait. So clickbait is when you have a title which promises something which just is not in that article at all. And you see them all the time in the adverts for these... What I just said. Exactly, like taking 
something Daisy Ridley has said, and it'll be in their article, you know, or their piece. Episode 10, Daisy you know, Ridley to So who it'll return? be like a question, question mark. mark. They'll say at the end, so could there, could there be an episode 10 with Daisy Ridley? But they've headed it like, is Daisy Ridley going to return to episode 10? This is brand new news. But, you know, what you would find is if you ever see a headline like that, go check LRM and some of our rivals. Um, because if none of us have got up that it's some big breaking news, guess what? It's it's garbage. It's not it's not real, folks. Um, and that that is clickbait. And you know we don't do that. But even though we're accused of clickbait by people who don't understand what the term actually means, um, yeah, hear it. But yeah, okay. And just to go on to kind of like the High Republic kind of side of things a little bit again. Because we were kind of talking about this off air, and you know, I think it would be fair to say it's not particularly successful at this moment in time. It's hardly setting the world on fire. Would that be a kind of lightweight way of saying it, Kel? Do you think? Uh, y- yeah, yes, it is. It has it has been lo- looking at a- across the board. It has has been very very lukewarm as far as uh, sales, and again, it is print. And yeah. and I mean, we talked about it last how, week. How in print our previous is these, episodes, these days. you know, no one expects it to ignite like the way Mandalorian ignited. Right, but you know, there's not a lot of positive right. about exactly. it. Exactly, and and after her, after that, uh, you start looking into uh, actual. Uh, Re- reactions to it and it is either a uh 50-50 of I hate it, I love it or it's a like a 40-40 I hate it, I love it with a 10% eh. <laughs> I mean we we haven't read the book so it's hard for us to be kind of too critical all we are kind of reading is the stuff that we hear well I'm cri- critical about well, Bur- Buryabaka exactly. <laughs> things we've heard excerpts we've seen from the book which would you know lead you in a certain direction don't exactly fill us with confidence but as we said before my issue no, with is it... they're, they're writing these kids books um, and I just don't think this is the franchise to do that with do you know what I mean I'm um, I don't think I don't think that lasts. You can, but that's something that in twenty year time we're going to look back at that young adult novel that they released in the High Republic. No one's going right. to want that shit to can, and no one's going to ever ask that to be turned into TV because the kids reading it they might like. I agree. Grow up. You know, write a book that all ages can understand and let people because they're interested in the Star Wars universe anyway discover how to write good books. It doesn't have to be like over eighteen content, you know. Um, you know, that's not one by adult, but, you know, just a book that's written, you know, by an adult for other adults to read that might be interested in Star Wars side. Because guess what? As we talked about before, Kel, you and I grew up reading books like that <clears throat> and it didn't do us any harm. You know, it's if, oh, this was too big for us and we couldn't get through it. No, it's the, because you wanted to know it. We were Star mm-hmm. Wars fans and we wanted to know what was happening in that Star Wars world. We learned to read and and became readers as a result, and that's how you do it. You don't. I just don't agree with the whole idea. You know, unless your book's aimed at a younger audience, like Harry Potter or something like that. But again, Harry Potter could be read whether you were seventy, eleven. You know, what I mean, it didn't matter. You could read it and en- enjoy those books. Um, and yeah, yeah, whole young adult and even younger in books just does it just doesn't work for me it doesn't interest me and I think it causes more problems down the line because these things are supposed to be canon so already I'm kind of like over the High Republic era I don't care about it that's anymore, the key honest. do you feel the same? yeah Here, here's the some of the th- things you know I've c- complained about the because uh, I read some of the a- aftermath stuff right um, I did read several of the uh, comics I read the entire first first run of Star Star Wars seventy some odd issues. I read all twenty five of the first uh, Vader. But do you know what I've got? I've never told you this before, but I've got an a, like an actual comic, a Star Wars comic from nineteen seventy eight, nice. Marvel one, um, and I've got it all like in a 
you know, an envelope and everything like that. Yeah. My sister actually got me it for like a special present. I think it was for like my twenty first birthday oh, or something wow. like that. She went and kinda ordered it online and got it and stuff like that. So it's like never really been used. I mean the story is interesting right. me in any way. It's just one of those things you keep somewhere. <laughs> right. You know? well, anyway. So I I read all that that and <clears throat> and like the comics actually have good s- stories and they they remind you of the EU but you you look at it and you realize where they they set them at there's no consequences like at one point they a- even had it where where Han was married like Han had a wife between the end of solo a star wars story and and uh uh uh, the uh, before yeah. uh, Hoth, he had married someone, or, or before uh, yeah. ta- Tatooine, I mean, he had married someone, and it was kind of ridiculous. But whatever, the Vader one, when they reboot it every two years, they just say the same shit again and again. So I didn't. I gave the first arc of the second book, second series, uh, a try, and I was, I was like. Did you guys rebooted the yeah. b- book for what? It's it's all the same. Like the best thing was, yeah, the best thing was Doctor Afra, but even even that started becoming uh, bland because of how how Disney pigeonholes it. But to and to continue, who that aftermath stuff was g- garbage. Like you don't learn Jack. Yeah, not giving people room. Oh yeah, that that was just nothing. It was nothing, yeah, because they didn't. But what's clear now is that's because they they didn't really have a plan for all this. They had to give that story team time to. I mean, what I've heard is that Ryan Johnson really loved working with like the story team, but J.J. Abrams hated it. He didn't mm-hmm. like having to sort of follow suit to to the way they wanted to kind of push things. Whereas Ryan Johnson was far more accommodating, which is I don't know. Um, and and then of course we one of the stories we published this week was um, essentially Ryan Johnson saying that you know confirming that there was absolutely no sort of it was a complete handoff you know um, to whoever came next. All he said he tried to do was leave some interesting paths to go down, which I think one of the criticisms even from Abrams' team afterwards, although they kind of denied it after the fact but you, you can't deny things that were said and quoted um, mm-hmm. was that they had kind of that Ryan Johnson's film had kind of put them into a bit of a corner with it so they felt he had kind of pigeonholed them into a corner he felt he had left them all these open paths exactly I feel <laughs> you never said that Abrams pigeonholed him into a corner by the way he ended The Force Awakens to begin with and then he's moaning about it that way and of course all he then does is try to reverse everything. Last, we know now that you minute. know the whole Ray Palpatine thing was only decided at last minute. Um, you know that that was all brought in just before they were ready to film. They were rushing the time, and they just kind of basically that was it. They they knocked out this script, and away they went with it. Um, it was just... We also found out Ray was a no no one from seven, yeah. eight, and. and going in, into nine yeah that, I mean that's basically it the whole Palpatine connection was only dreamed up at the last minute and I think the reason we know why is because Abrams I don't think put Ben Solo in a redemption position by the way he did things in the last year mm-hmm. I, I said this before the last movie came out I said you know there's no way you can redeem Kylo Ren now, that was his moment, you know, and then they went and did it yep. anyway, which just kind of lets me think that Abrams just went, well, I want to do what happened before, I'm going to redeem him, you know, but it didn't work as well, yep. so he had to bring back another bad guy to Palpatine because Abrams had killed off Snoke. It just, it's a mess, it's really Yeah, and you couldn't have Hux no, uh, as no. the main bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you had made made him such a joke in, you know, in so the last year. It's disappointing, I... but you know that's that that's where things went. Shall we get on to more interesting news, possibly? Well, we, we, we well, one second because I know where where you you won na go, but uh, <laughs> uh, um, I th- I think it's interesting 
how comfortable um the others in in Star Wars uh including uh Ridley P and um uh, uh, and fuck you talking about Oscar Isaac what's his name um and that played Boyega's been really critical Boyega's been yeah he's, he's uh, Isaac there you go Boyega's been open for for a while almost, you know but he was actually quite it's critical interesting Ryan Johnson handled his character in the second film um right but I would actually argue that to Abrams mm-hmm. you know even went worse with that and, the third and how Disney handled his character Ray all the time. Overall. I mean, it's uh, become a meme now, but it's true. You watch that film, and it's just John Boyega running about going Ray, Ray all the time, and you know, and then that shoehorned Jedi force sensitive yeah. pish that they just flung in the end, without giving it any time to develop. You know, give you know, if you're going to make fucking Finn a Jedi, give him time to learn, then so he can be part of events in the finale, you know what I mean? It could have been two Jedi going up against, you know, there could have been something like that going on there, or he could have been just Jedi kicking ass in that final battle while Rey was doing something else, you know? But that's the, that's the problem with the no plan, isn't it? You know, nobody knew what Finn was supposed to be until somebody decided at the last minute that's what he was going to be. Exactly. It doesn't work. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying, like, like, People like you and I and, what do you and mean, others like us me? could see it from the get-go. People like you and I and others like us could see it in yeah, it's just that there was no, no plan, right? And yet there were other people that swore up and down either A, that there, there yeah. was a plan, we were crazy crazy look they're saying they had it planned look look a- abrams yeah, they always and kennedy wanted, are they saying they had it planned here's back, but the evidence right. is that's that's just rubbish you know there's just too much evidence to, anyway to now. right and and so we we sit here and we go there's there's problems here people look at these these issues and and we point them out and especially after the last jedi when when people like you and me are are pointing things out and we get ridiculed or we don't ridicule the right thing and we get ridiculed for that <laughs> and and it's crazy oh yeah i mean that's the thing when when i was tearing last jedi to bits every week um on podcasts and, and writing because i was so mm-hmm. passionate about it then what i would find is that you know you would get Half the people would be like, "You're crazy!" It was amazing. And well, I'm got that's favourable. I would say it was a lot less than half, right? You know, I would I would say it was like seventy percent negative, thirty percent positive, maybe, or, or maybe even twenty percent positive and ten percent somewhere in the middle. But even out of those people who were negative about it, nobody could ever agree about yeah. what it was. That was the thing, you know. So I would say, "Here's the yep. issues I have," and somebody else would go, "Actually, you're talking about oh, yeah. cam." That wasn't an issue. Yeah. This is the issue, and you're like, well, it, you know, it's, it's exactly opinions, man. It's but opinions, the, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, the uh, thing is now is is it's all it's all coming out. Not just the drama of some of the you know stuff that Boyega's pointed out, but the story stuff that hmm. we've pointed out. Yeah. It's it's come coming out from the sources themselves. You know? Have you noticed how little J.J. Abrams has ever been interviewed mm-hmm. about anything since that movie came out and never really said anything about it since like, after the initial promotional kind of period when he was talking yeah. about it? He's just been dead silent on that. So, you know, because obviously the reaction's not been good, do you know what I mean, at the end of the day. Um I think I think he believed his own hype after the Force Awakens. I think that's what it was, and and I think he he managed to get lucky in a lot of ways with the Force Awakens, and it wasn't too bad a movie. But as we've talked about a million times, a lot of the problems in this trilogy happen in his first movie. It's the way that he set things mm-hmm. up without a plan that causes a lot of the, the problems. There. Yep, they should should have because yeah, it was going to be such a dangerous undertaking i mean you you 
purchase in 2012 and you released your first film in 15, they should have pushed it off another two years. Episode seven. Yeah. I think prequels were shit. We just won't do that. Yep. See, as long as we don't make films as bad as the prequels, yep. we'll be fine. That's so what. Let's, you know, not too much CGI. And they, they had all these things in place. Let's get, you know, everybody likes J.J. Abrams. Let's get him. I've heard he's a huge Star Wars fan. And do you, did you like the prequels, J.J.? He probably said, nope, didn't like them. Yeah, yeah, you're hired. You know, it's, it, there was probably some sort of situation like that going on. And of course, Abrams comes in and throws out George Lucas's plan, which pisses off Lucas. And I'm not going, because we've talked about this before, so we're not going to get into the ins and outs of that. Yeah. But that was still, of course, we didn't know that at the time. But, you know, did that not ring any alarm bells with Disney? You know, that they should just, well, let's just not push ahead quite as quick with us that's what I mean not necessarily right let's cancel it get somebody else in and give them the same time scale but just to set things back a little bit um, instead they thought they could do what they do with Marvel set a date write the movie boom but in Marvel you've got Kevin Feige yep. making sure he was hiring the right person making sure it works and even then he didn't get every single movie right some of them weren't that good you know but Star Wars you know, people had a lot of time for the MCU and a lot of forgiveness because we hadn't really had anything like that before. Mm-hmm. And the good always outweighed the bad. Yes. You know, you never got a stinker. Yeah, very, really. Even if you say Florida Dark Wars, a pretty crap film, I think. The original Incredible Hulk films, pretty crap. Um, but they're not stinkers. If they were on the telly, I could yes. sit and watch them. Do you know what I mean? But if, if Rise of Skywalker come on telly and one Christmas, no. I'd just turn it over. <laughs> you know, and I'm supposed to be this big Star Wars fan but that's it I mean I've, I watched it once in cinemas once when it came out in Disney Plus um, just because I thought right I needed to watch this one more uh, yeah I'm yeah. with you and there was a period there was a period of time where I in middle school whole um, almost like a security blanket you know watched my VHS's on repeat Every night, basically, yeah. and each night I would just switch out the, the I movie. Used to do. <laughs> if I was bored, if there was nothing on the telly that I wanted to watch because we didn't have satellite TV and like that, but Star I got Wars, a little Empire, video player Jedi, and my, like a little TV with a, with a video player, and I had the Star Wars films and the Indiana Jones films, you know, and all my real favorites, um, and I would just watch them. If I would, if I had nothing to do, I would just you know bang on a Star Wars film and and watch it. And when I was a kid, and I had them in tape, you know. And again, there wasn't much to watch, you know, like for us in the telly. So if my mum was busy and I get the chance to use the one telly we had in the living room, you know, I would bang in that Star Wars tape and, and watch that and act it out and play with my figures. Yep, exactly. And speaking but, of um, the OT uh, uh, and char- characters that are time- timeless and great and, and will uh, uh, had a name, and earned their name and all that good stuff. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, t- tell us some things a- about him, Cam. Well, the rumor started yesterday um, from the Illuminati um, that McGregor will be playing Obi Wan in Andor, uh, not Ooh. just like a scene, but some sort of recurring role. Now, I've been unable to confirm this yet. Um, one of our sources has noped out of answering any questions at the moment. Yeah. Um, I've still to hear back from another one. Um, so I don't know. I'll say this, Cam. Am it's very, very interesting when we ask people something and they they respond with a um. So how about them Cubs <laughs> or, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. equivalent, you know, I, it's kind of like, yeah. okay, got you tracking. I'm not asking yeah, anything else. But, you know, two, two different sources to her, you know, different sources with different levels about what they are allowed to tell you, what mm-hmm. they think they can't tell you and what they're prepared to push the boundaries on. Um, so, you know, without getting into too many details, you just have to respect that. Exactly. All we can do is ask questions. Um, and, and we talk know about, both, about the Cubs. We know, <laughs> yeah, we know both our sources 
information where they come from uh, and why they they know information so we're happy with that and ultimately we you know it's up to them to decide what they're going to tell us rather than the other way around so sometimes when we ask questions we get response sometimes when we ask questions they just decline to to respond to that but i've still to to kind of hear back from one so we'll wait and we'll wait and see what kind of happens on that because i would like to kind of try and get some clarity on it i know that TRT covered it, um, and you know we trust those guys' information because it just checks out too often and matches our own uh, mm-hmm. for it not to be true. Um, and but they, they, when they were talking about it, they were like, "Yes, this sounds plausible. This sounds like a really good idea." But it didn't sound to me like they had heard any information in the background that would confirm it. They were just talking about the rumor. So I'm always kind of weary because um, the Illuminati they are kind of new. Um, and mostly they've been covering sort of NCU scoops, um, Power Rangers scoops, stuff like that at the moment. Pretty good track record on there, I have to say, so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I've not really got anything to measure them against in Star Wars. And without getting into details, because I won't do that about our competitors, um, there's some people who could be great for Marvel information and a bit dodgy for Star Wars information, Mm -hmm. and vice versa sometimes. Um, you know, we don't really have a foot in the door on the Marvel one ourselves. You know, we are purely the kind of scoopage wise and sources Star Wars at the moment. But um, you know, you kind of have to build a reputation, I suppose. Um, so I'm not saying, you know, not all I'm saying is that you know it'll be interesting to see if this comes out because then you know Illuminati will start to kind of sit up, and take notice, and say, okay, these guys have, you know, I've got a good source within maybe Lucasfilm or something to do with Star Wars. It's, giving them this info so we shall wait and see how that one pans out however what do you think about the idea let's just pretend it is true at the moment and an obi-wan is going to be an andor what do you think about it okay i uh it kind of gives me um uh uh a hope of sorts because a hope um, in what way i i didn't want obi-wan to necessarily be all set on tatooine and if he's I off planet here, I know there's some fans that seem to want that. Like there's some, I, I think we need to talk about that because there's some fans that, you know, are adamant that Obi Wan should never have left Tatooine from the time we see him in Revenge of the Sith. You know, being there, he should never have left Tatooine. And I just, I never got that impression that he would never have left Tatooine. You know, he was watching over the boy. If he had to leave for some reason, that was in the interest of what he was doing there, which was looking after Luke, um, maybe throwing Vader off the scent, for example, or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. that would make absolute sense to me. And he would the have been The only thing able, that worries me... I was going to say, he would have been able yep. to tell Owen, hey, uh, n- now would be a good ta- time to go check out, you know, the other side of ta- Hatooine. For the weekend, well, for that I don't know one oasis is or some shit, you know, some, would, something like I think that. One would probably <laughs> just ignore. To be perfectly honest, um, you know, he, he doesn't seem to want Obi Wan kicking about anymore. It kind of feels like Obi Wan's watching him from afar. But at that point, if Luke's right. just living a normal, you know, moisture farmer's life and nothing's very mm-hmm. interesting happening, you know, and there's some reason that the only kind of caveat I would have is that there needs to be an important enough reason. Obi-Wan off tattooing um, and like, people have said like could he be part of like the Fulcrum program you know which Ahsoka's kind of helps set up in Rebels and and you know has a connection to Cassian Andor as he moves into Rogue One um, which probably leads us on to our next point as well which is KRT had hinted that they thought there was a good chance Ahsoka herself could show up in Andor but again I don't think that is a scoop from there I think it's them just speculating because of the facts that they have heard which we've heard as well that um, Ahsoka i.e. Rosario Dawson is a multi kind of project contract but that to me would have been for like Ahsoka maybe Rangers, maybe another season of The Mandalorian, and then whatever comes next after that. I just never imagined them going back the way. But Ahsoka makes more sense being in Andor than Obi-Wan does to me. The one one thing I would be happy enough with is if it was by hollow message, like communications between Bale and Obi-Wan. Do you know what I mean? Because 
it's like mm-hmm. picking up a phone. They could still talk to each other, even though they were kind of separated. Um, now, I I know Mon Mothma's actresses, the, the prequel and Rogue One actresses coming back for mm. this is Bale Organa. It's Not heard that, that yet, um, but it would, I would hazard the guess. Jimmy Without Smith, him, keen, there's no point. Come back. Um, if you ask him, I think he would just jump at a chance to come back and play Bale Organa. Yeah, could. yeah. And he doesn't look that much different than he did when he made Rogue One, mm-hmm. let's be honest. So it's kind of the ideal time to do that and just have him look yeah, like he did. and he he has to be the the one to well, in to Rogue, bring Obi Wan in, in on it. One, um, it doesn't make sense elsewise. Remember that Mon Mothma says to Bale, "What about your Jedi friend?" Do you know what I mean? So she's aware that there's something, and I always felt like you know Obi Wan had maybe helped Bale out at some point in the past. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was maybe Me some too. emergency, and I heard a really good theory, right? Because from what we had kind of heard, it was as if like a lot of the plot, because Hayden's so heavily involved and Darth Vader's heavily involved, would be Darth Vader hunting for Obi Wan. Um, and one of the um, some of the fans had actually said, "What if Andor is a sort of trying to work out who this Darth Vader is, kind of thing, trying to establish who this new leader of the, you know, Empire second hand, mm. you know." And then realising the threat to Obi-Wan and kind of having to tell him. Now, obviously, Obi-Wan would know the name Darth Vader as Anakin instantly. You know what I mean? Because he was using mm-hmm. that before they fought. Um, and I think Obi-Wan... I, I, I said that I just feeling say, oh, maybe Obi-Wan thinks Anakin's dead. I think by the force itself, Obi-Wan knows Anakin's not dead. When he leaves him and he knows he's not dead going forward because if he was dead... You know, that would change the kind of dynamic of, of everything that him and Yoda are doing. So I think Yoda and, and Obi-Wan are fully aware of who Darth Vader is, but perhaps the likes of Bail Organa and the Rebellion are not. Do you know what I mean? And it could, it could be something to do that, that right. links mm. these shows together. So almost like Andor has some Easter eggs that go into Obi-Wan and then come back. And then we might find out more because it looks as if we're going to get an Andor season two as well, doesn't it? Um, at the moment seems so so oh. there could be then more from Obi-Wan getting involved with whatever happens in Andor season 2 potentially but I just hope they keep it to the minimum you know other than his own show obviously which is completely focused on him um, I don't want him hitting you know being involved with the rebellion fighting Darth Vader 500 times and then after it, he just goes back and chills it in Tatooine again, checks in and look, I still all right, and goes off on his next mission. You know that doesn't feel right either. You know I think there's a there's a somewhere in between. There's a medium ground between the fans that want him to have sat in Tatooine and never moved for twenty years, and the fans who kind of think he could have been off doing whatever. I, I'd like to, there to be some restraint and some middle ground there. Does that make sense? Yes, I agree. There he. He needs to only leave for specific reason. Um, I know some people were looking for um, a more like how Mandalorian uses the duality of American, Western, and samurai films. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot, lot of people that wanted Obi Wan to really be like a Ronin mm. film, like a you know lone lone yeah, swordsman deals with some villain on some Tatooine. Stuff, you know I mean, protecting doesn't even use his yeah, and, but that seems yeah, so boring. Seem a bit boring actually, and I wonder if there was something like that as what was there originally. You know, just some very one-off bone thing, and when they they rewrote it all, which we know happened. Um, that they kind of jazzed yeah. it up a little bit because I, I don't know about you, I hope but so. see when originally when we heard they were rewriting the scripts, it wasn't until after that that we broke the story about Hayden. So to me, you know, this is just a guess. I don't think Hayden was really in that original script, and you know when they've then went and gone right, we're we're going to change this up, and we're not happy with the scripts. That's when they've then went and tried to, you know, obviously sign up Hayden Christensen to come back, which we know we know a hundred percent is official now. I just, I still, I still 
look, look, look. Uh, first off, we know Christensen would never voice no, Vader I, no, like, no, no, through no, the no, vocalizer, no. right? So we know that. No, number two, we know that he he wasn't tall enough and had to have a special suit built to be in it for yeah, which, such a short fucking period well, of he, time. He so wanted to be in it and do the physicality of it as well, which right, I think he did right. well because you didn't really notice, I don't think, um, that that was... A small person and a smaller person in that suit. You know, right. I think they did. Quite I agree. A good job of that. Um, right, but it wasn't. It's not. It's not ne- necessary. It's not necessary. Okay, so when you, you know, we get three movies when you start before Christensen was even around. Do you know what I mean? So of course it's not necessary. Right. Right. So that that means that they they must be wanting to do who things with him in in his uh um back to tank in his uh um, meditation chamber they're they're wanting to un they're wanting to spend time with an unmasked that would make sense to me do do you do you think that this is part of preparing us for the eventual passing of, of james earl jones and the fact that you know vader is Going to have to be voiced by someone else well, in the future. I don't think that really matters to re- Hayden Christensen and... or his situation because it wouldn't be him. Actually, no, no, not not that he would end up. Just that they're they're trying to change the the image of Vader with the mask and that vo- voice to where it's we we can accept more versions think, of you know they're, Darth they're Vader. Vader. That's what I'm trying again, to say. Apparently, um, and. Um, and I think they'll continue to do until he can't do it anymore because it's just voice work. It's close. Which is cl- close. He sounds so w- weak in Rogue One, sadly. And well, I don't mean they, like... They need to it, get the right it's person not an to do insult that he's old. There are some decent voice actors that have done Vader outside of James L. Jones. The mm. simple fact is there are far better people you will find on YouTube than any of the people who, who did it. You know, if I was going to find somebody to replace Vader, it'd be whoever could do the best James L. Jones, not, you know, who's a good actor, really, even. Do you know what I mean? Because I'd almost, since it's a purely voice role, I'd be like, listen, you're the best person I can find yeah. in the world that doing you, a Darth you, Vader voice. I'll teach you <laughs> the rest. Um, and this is your I job for the rest of your life. a good starting basically. point would be uh, Ke- Kevin Michael Richardson. Um, did uh Trigun and Teen Titans and and um the the Shredder in the 2012 Ninja Turtles? I've heard some guys in YouTube series, you know, that have just people that have practiced it themselves, you know, and some of it's a lot better than what you've I've heard in the animated. He's just got that really good deep deep bass voice to to start with. Like, yeah, like James, and he's a voice a- kind of actor. Deep bass, you know, to begin with, you can't yep. fake that. Um, you just are not for long, not mm-hmm. and sound competent doing it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, let me a- ask you. So, so, like I said, I I think it's to kind of get uh the audience used to mo- multiple versions of Vader, so that they can use Hayden in future projects if they want want to whether it's print game or uh animation or or uh, live action Uh, but i i think there'll be flashbacks to during the clone wars and kenobi absolutely um and i think that's why they want the main reason they want hayden but once he's in the suit i mean how much more that's what i was going to ask you what do you think the main reason is either now if we get you know, Vader is part of this, you know, show. Um, is there any more of his story left to tell? You know, the only time... Again, it goes back to the sequel trilogy being shit, but where we should have seen Hayden Christensen was as a force ghost, I think, speaking to Luke. I mean, if if Hayden and Yoda had showed up to speak to him at the end of The Last Jedi, that would have been far more... And, you know, it was actually Hayden's Anakin ghost that did the lightning. Do you know what I mean? Because Chosen One and ever like that, you know? I still hate the the idea of Hayden 
Anakin ghost. I do. I stand against that. I think that it could have worked if, you know, if they explained a reason for it. They, even though there wasn't a reason for it, that it was, um, you know, it was how Luke pictured them. You know, show them appear a few different ways. You know, I mean, show them appearing almost as Darth Vader and saying that it's how you picture us, not how we choose to appear. You know, and that would have, you know, let us maybe see things a little bit sure. differently. Sure, I, I could accept. I could accept that, but we. We know that that wasn't the the established no. idea. The esta- established idea was the that end. Vader was redeemed. Yeah, yeah v- Vader became Anakin was, Skywalker once again, to, fully to redeemed to the light side. Movie, really, that's that's all it was. Uh, and try that, and yeah, I can't um, fucking it was, stand I it. It was a good move, um, but you know. Hayden now is a lot older, you know, you do him up with some makeup and stuff like that, and he, he can look like that kind of person now. Um, almost like yeah. you wait till he's about 50 and then reshoot that scene and bang it into the end of Return of the Jedi so it just looks like an older person and we can do away with the silliness of him going back the way. That would, that would actually please me. I agree. Um, <laughs> I will support... As one change I will that we can't have now, change. but we would change. actually I'll t- I will... If if Disney, God, please, they won't. I I almost bet there's a con- contract clause saying they can't. But I, if they would remove oh. the neural in Jedi High and the the um the age age up yeah. the the Anakin ghost I will I will buy yeah. the blu-ray yeah, I mean, and I will start wa- watching them yeah, <laughs> some, as we've said many times before there's some good things they changed but there was also some really bad ones and it's hard to to um some of the bad is one and you know for for shits and giggles bring McDer hermit back real quick and ha- have him redo the the shit he did for for Empire in the <laughs> shitty ass Revenge of the Sith makeup, you know, real quick. Let's refilm what you refill filmed for Empire, but again, cut out the part where you where Lucas basically gave away way the 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 farm uh in the in the scene. With what, in terms the Emperor of who, and Vader uh, outside I don't, I don't the asteroid field, he gives a game away in the Empire in the, the current version. I think I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. He says, yeah, um, he does. The only difference is, um, and the originally says um, simply, the son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi. Um, and this one, he just says, uh, I have no doubt that this young Jedi was the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. How is that possible? Search your feelings, you will know it to be true, which is basically just the same as what you said before. I don't actually, I, I wish they'd just kept it the same because the actual dialogue is better in the original version, but I also hated Emperor Monkey Face. Um, Clive Revel, it's not his fault, he'd done a good <clears> job, but you know, he doesn't look like the later Emperor, yeah. so I'm glad they changed it and I don't even mind, you know, the. It's not gay. Oh, that I, makeup's so know, terrible. I, the the neck and everything. It, but I really didn't like that they had to change the dialogue. I never quite understood it, but I don't agree with you that that gives the game away no. when you watch it. I, I, don't think so. I think it gives I don't away. think you can look at that. I think it gives exactly. I don't but think maybe that's because I already know. With no. <laughs> you really need to let somebody that's never seen the movies before watch that and good luck finding, finding yeah. somebody that doesn't know fucking Anakin Skywalker's Darth Vader now. Um, you need to get in your DeLorean and go yeah. back to 1981 or something like that. Is the, the that, that, that's a, that is an interesting point. So, you know, um, I got my very, I've never done an audio book no, all the way through before. Okay. Um, I got a free audio book token from Amazon for Audible, and I used it on the 20th anniversary edition of mm-hmm. Heir to the Empire uh, by Timothy Zahn, the original Thrawn, first book, book Thrawn trilogy. And um, uh, 
it just kind of like listening to it. It's it's all right. It's weird. I don't know that I'm ever gonna do this again. Uh, but you know, it reminded me of surprises throughout the EU. You know, surprises like a a creature that can negate the the force on the planet Mercury. Uh, surprises like uh, uh Luke being cloned and uh by the hand um and and having that light lightsaber from cloud city surprises like chewbacca died dying surprises like darth vader's force ghost anakin's force ghost appearing to leia uh um uh uh while while she was pregnant with anakin i think or maybe with the twins i can't remember but you know like he goes to to talk to his daughter her and stuff all these awesome surprises. And then I look at the, the sequel trilogy and it's like, I don't, I never felt surprised. I never had a Marvel moment with the sequel trilogy. There's some good stuff in rogue one. And then the great greatest moment in star Wars, uh, Disney air era Came came on a TV show. It's 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 uh, I don't. It's I'm just frustrated with Star Wars because there's so much availability uh between gaming games, comics, streaming movies. Like like every everything that 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 we have today for a brand new EU, and they waste it on 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 uh Battlefront one and two, and then the 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 flying flying fight part of Battlefront for a game, and then Battlefront light light meets Fortnite, and. Yeah, you know, that's the, changing the now all, because there's so many different it's, distributors and developers who are getting to work with a license now. Do you know what I mean? So there, there's a whole, a whole load of new ho- hopefully, games so we'll hopefully, goes, you know, um, exactly. But it's been frustrating, right? I have Don't you feel fr- so frustrated? The lack of new, the least frustrating co- cohesive I felt story. Watching the Mandalorian because it was good. First time I felt I watched some Star Wars that was good since I was a young man, to be honest. And it felt yeah. like it connected to it what you had response. seen before. It added to the world building, good characters, what's not to like. Um, so before we kind of finish up, we, we do have to talk about our own scoop that we published this week. Um which was about the whole Gina Carano situation. Um, and what we've heard from our source is that in order to sort of minimise the amount they're kind of going to have to change things for Cara June, they wanted to kind of go for someone that they could basically just slip right in there that it wouldn't need a... Would, not a new character that would need a lot of backstory. So they're looking at bringing in one Hera Syndulla um, who is a pretty popular character, especially amongst, obviously, Rebels fans, since the, the character was one of the main roles within Rebels. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know this, Kyle, because you don't watch Rebels, but she also has a son. And do you know what his, her son's name is? Jason, with a C. <laughs> Jason Sindula, and he is potentially more sensitive because his dad was um, Kanan. Um, who obviously got killed before he was born, um, but who was a Jedi and, and helped train Ezra and stuff like that. No, they didn't. Oh, God. Um, so, so, wow. Yeah. So, so... Cannon's a human, isn't he? Yeah, he's human. She's uh, what she is okay. it Twilight. Whatever. Twilight. Her. Yeah, she's Twilight. Yeah. You couldn't that you 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 could have relations. She's Twilight. 
You can you could have relations in, in the EU by by all all me means. Uh, there there were plenty of interspecies relationship. Mm. It, it, it was it's one of my favorite parts. And you you read the first X Wings books. It's like the greatest thing Mike Stackpole does is that conversation with Gavin uh, Darklighter about um, his attraction to um, a uh, a seer. A seer. Uh, like anyway, the 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 bot and female, and then his conversation with Karan Horn, yeah. when everyone's like, "Oh, he dated a uh, was it a Duros or something like that," and and to to have the conversation well, see, it comes down to uh, biology about yeah. the the physicality well, actually, of it, and, and but they made it explicit that you can't um, and you know they went into that you know crossbreed species and stuff like that, and so. It seems now with Star Wars. That's the first time I'd kind of heard it anyway. But you know, we don't really know much about the characters appearing in something else. Uh, I've heard rumored as well. But um, she's she is in. She was in uh, Alphabet Squadron, which takes place at the uh, end of the Mm -hmm. Galactic Civil War, where she's a general. She's quite high up, so. Instead of maybe having, you know, maybe she would be a commander or something like that at that point, I don't know. But I think it actually, from what I'm hearing since we kind of released the script, most of the fans have, have said, this is a, this is a, this is a upgrade, do you know what I mean, to go from Cara June, no offence, um, to getting a good actress into play Heroes and Jewel is absolutely an upgrade. Mm, I mean, I. And I suppose you don't really know the character. Re- reverence for her here, from here Rebels, so I can't make. Um, yeah, I can't make anything off of that. I can, I can say this: this she's uh uh, and, and I'm reading um from Star Wars Newsnet's uh review view of the latest Alphabet Squadron book. Which, by the way, Disney, fuck you guys for your stupid ass squadron name there there um but anyway hayes she's a G- general sandula is in command right. of the former star destroyer deliverance it ha- houses several other new republic squadrons uh squadrons fans look sharp for some shout outs but she she sees alphabet squadron no fucking star Horrors person would ever n- name their squad hat, uh, spearhead for any attack against Shadow Wing. Where, <laughs> my God, this is why I don't ha- have any interest in reading. Yeah, I mean that doesn't sound too interesting. The modern me either, books, guy, but guys. I do like Hera as a character. <sighs> How is she supposed to go from from that to being what we think? Uh. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic will be? Well, we don't know because we don't really know anything about what Rangers of the New Republic will actually be. Um, so it's really hard to say. Well, no, I'm saying and like does... the, if if because we know the type type of character that Kara was, which Harden means they are completely different characters. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Which, right, so and that's requires what I'm saying. So like, rewriting hundred percent, exactly, you know, absolutely. But I think you're going to be doing that anyway, even if you brought in a new character, um, and you know, just hey, this but is a new Marshal. She replaced Cara Dune. What happened to her? Ah, dodgy airlock. But we got this new. <sighs> um, you know, wouldn't I don't think would would work very well to me. But um, as we've said before, like I said, they should just recast. But you, I, you know. I, I'm going to recast as well. But, um, yeah, because you know, like I said, now, now this actually, is another you know, another example of where right, and that that's cool, and I hope I hope it's awesome. But I'm I'm just gonna point out that that this book t- takes place not too long long before um uh Mandalorian. You know, because yeah, uh, you know, times have changed a little bit in the Mandalorian. She could be set right. up as a new task force, you know, and she could be the leader, and she's sending people out in missions and stuff like that, and um, rather than her right. kind of being directly right. doing it herself. And and, and 
could even be that they bring her son into it as well, Jason. Could, could, could And on that be. front, you know, I just wanted to point it's... out that biolog- biologically speaking, the definition for when one species is different from another species is the fact that they cannot produce uh, fertile children, right? That's why, you know, if a donkey and a, and a horse mate and it produces a mule, you know what I mean? That it mule can't. is therefore infertile. So, yep. um, so I'm actually fine with it as long as they themselves can't then have any other kids. Uh. <laughs> because biologically speaking, that would mean <laughs> that means biologically they are the same species. If you can, if you can mate with something and produce a oh, God. A, a child which can then go on and mate again, you were the same species as the person you mated with. Begin with. That's just oh. biology. That's the definition of species. You can't you can't get around about that. So it's probably just people writing these things that have no idea how biology actually works and where we even get these names or terms from. But yeah, I, it does I just work don't as long as you why they had the to kid have a kid. Why why did well, they have to ha- it was have a kid? Have to them the together. Remember, um, you know, Canaan dies. You know, before he's born and everything. Like that. She only finds out afterwards. So it's you know quite dramatic how it all kind of comes together and really we don't see the kids you know in Rebels it's kind of one of those things it's kind of that's the situation at the end Um, and she's kind of still pregnant at that point and stuff like that what a what I this honestly it does it's not bad thank you guys so much for listening this week Uh, yeah, we should probably wrap it up there. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, you yeah, know, we don't know do how this... All we can tell you is what we, we we get told, you know, at the end of the day. And this is the same source that gave us Hayden, Book of Boba Fett, that Cara June was getting her own show to begin with, yep. which has basically been confirmed by THR. So all the stuff that, you know, has proved right recently, um, and they're saying this now. But what I would get from what they're telling me is that at the moment it's not signed in stone. That's what I'm thinking. Right. I'm thinking this is the talk, this is the plan at the moment, um, without them actually like making a 100% commitment and going out and looking for a. An and they might be cast. looking at things like this late, late, latest book that came out or is about to come out and, and be. I don't think being... that'll matter though, because Hera is a popular character and if our leak shows them anything it's that people mm-hmm. are actually positive about this yep. if you look at where like I, you know people are talking about this everybody's going yeah I'm up for this this is a good idea yeah. to me so if, if Disney's uh, reading that then it should encourage them to kind of go forward with it that's all I would really see and that's not up to yep. us to, to decide what they do and what they don't but you know if it was just something that was getting flung about as a rough idea I don't think we would have been told about it no. so there must be you know, it must be something that they're really seriously, you know, considering pushing ahead with at this moment in time. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't think it'll be that long before we find out, you know, that Harris and Jula is going to get cast in live action and have quite a decent role going forward in the Mandoverse. Which I think yeah. is what I, fans I... wanted anyway. They want to see Hera, you know, it was like, how can you have Ahsoka... You know, Rangers of the New Republic, and not have Hera anyway. So, um, because you know she was as much a part of Rebels more even so than kind of Ahsoka was, and if we're building up to Ezra and Thrawn, you know she has a history, especially with Thrawn. And she's got a star destroyer here, so that plays towards the Thrawn stuff, may maybe possibly. You know, I mean, I've got to the New Republic. Who commands it? Maybe yeah. she's not. My, she's moved on to another post by then. As yeah, saying, you just don't know. My whole point you was the military's like. was you that that she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't necessarily fill the Cara Dune role. No, I don't think so. I but no. yeah. So, um, but I hope it's great. I've enjoy, enjoyed both seasons of the Mandalorian with some issues here and there, yeah. but overall very satisfied with that at least. So, and, uh, uh, I'll see about finishing this audio book, but it's abridged. It's not the full, it's like, well, as I said before, hours, I've considered I'm like, using an audio book to get through some of the high Republic stories, but the more I hear about them, the more I just don't really want. I to don't do want it. to. I don't want to. I thought about that too. I looked at him last night, and I was just like, ah, "No, <laughs> yeah." I was like, "I'd rather hear 
a familiar story yeah. than this because it just and then what I was just reading and that's not even a, a synopsis of anything else in um that alphabet squadron book which is called uh victory's price that's just one thing about one character and even that sounded d- dumb to me and and I just I god I I Go read some Legends books, people. I'm not saying that we have to have it back or, you know, Disney, he's not my canon. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Kel's more of a fan of you and me, I would just say. If you are going to read the old Legends books, just don't expect all of them to be great. Yeah. There were some stinkers in there as well, but not quite as bad as the stinkers we're getting at the moment. Hit me. Hit me up at that Kyle Malone on Twitter for a... uh, for a uh, suggestion list. Uh, you guys, make sure you check out uh, the website, LR, lrmonline.com, every single day for all of all of your entertainment news, needs, and opinions, including the latest and greatest in Star Wars. Uh, p- please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, all of our celebrity interviews, writers, directors, p- producers, actors, actresses, a- everything. We're... we're no one's getting more interviews than us, guys. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell button so, so you know when new interviews go up. But also, all of our podcasts are going up there, too. And and not only that, but LR Mornings is live every Thursday morning, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. And Monday, we're supposed to start having LR Mornings be a video show on YouTube in addition to... Of course, an audio version available on the the, the uh, uh, LRM Online Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcast from, from Apple to Spotify, SoundCloud, and everything else. Uh, Cam, what else do you want to say? Uh, bye. And uh, my, you can catch me on at LRM underscore Cam on Twitter. Okay. Well. Thanks, guys. Okay. You guys go. I'm also on Instagram these days at that one Kyle Malone. That's number one. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We will talk to you next week. May the force be with you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.